How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tuesday night, our favorite night of the week. You know it, you love it. Welcome to How About That Cigar Live, episode number... 74! Number 74, as always, brought to you live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. And we want to tell you about the beautiful new Acid 20 Bronxzilla, an exclusive to Alliance Cigar Company. In 2019, Drew Estate celebrated an important milestone with the global introduction of the Acid 20th anniversary, and now the Acid 20 Bronxzilla, an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade offering that will be available exclusively through Alliance Cigar Company. Wrapped in a creamy, smooth Connecticut shade cover leaf over Indonesian binder and rich Nicaraguan filler, Bronxzilla is packed with bold flavor and aroma. Each 5x54 Robusto is blinged out in chrome foil and packed in a 20-count box emblazoned with the Acid 20 logo. For more information, please visit DrewEstate.com and AllianceCigars.com. Boom. So, as always, guys, we're so grateful you're here with us live on How About That Cigar on Tuesday night. Uh, If you're listening after the fact on the audio podcast, we love you as well. We love you as well. Mm -hmm. Take just a second, like, subscribe, share, rate us five stars, all that beautiful stuff. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandma. Tell your kids. Tell your wife. Tell tell anybody who will listen. Don't tell your kids because kids shouldn't smoke. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we're we're so grateful you guys are here. It's episode number 74. Uh, we just got through Labor Day. Thank God for that. Yeah. So, um, so long weekend though. It was good. It was good to have a long weekend. And so, all right, I'm gonna just dive right in. Minnesota Twins. <laughs> um. Yeah. I just. I. Yeah. Um. Minnesota Twins. What are you gonna say? They. So. They're on the upswing. They are. They're mm-hmm. losing as we speak. Low bet. Um. As uh, before the game started that they're playing right now, they were tied for second in AL Central, mm-hmm. one game back. Mm-hmm. Uh, after this loss, they're going to be a game and a half back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. the, and it's, I don't, here's the thing. I don't put all of this on the Minnesota Twins. I mean, it's a weird season. It's a strange situation. But also, I have to give big props to the White Sox because they are Dude, playing ridiculous baseball right now. They really are. They're they're hitting the ball so well, and I I don't know what what else you can say that the White Sox are just on fire right now. They are, yeah. And they have been a big reason why um, you know we have slumped, and and you know they they're just killing it right now. Yep. But you know, all that said. We just finished Labor Day, so that means the NFL season is about to start. Sunday, dude, I and cannot wait. There's a little so so for those of you who've been watching for a while, you know that we're based here in Minnesota. Garrett is a diehard Minnesota Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. I am a diehard Green Bay Packers fan. Mm-hmm. And we happen to be opening the season together on Sunday. Yeah. And the thing is, it's interesting because in we, Minnesota. We have no idea what's gonna happen. Nope. There's no. It's not like any other seasons ever been. There's there's no preseason. There's Mm-mm. no it, it, there's no, you know there's there's no meet and greet before the dance. It's it's start the Just music go. and go. Just go. So I'm excited. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, I, I have I have a feeling we're going to see sort of a we'll see our own sort of limited hybrid preseason. 
little bit. So yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the starters right. aren't going to be seeing full games. I agree. For the first two, three weeks, three weeks, something like that. Yeah. So I don't know, but who knows? You know, and and we'll see how it goes. I, you know, if I'm trying to put my, um, you know, non-biased lens on. Um, I would say Packers are closer to a rebuilding year than a playoff run year. Uh, I, I just, it all comes down to, um, it all comes down to Aaron Rodgers, and he has been struggling in the last couple seasons. He has, so. and, but, and he's lost. I mean, that team has lost a lot of key players Yeah, over the last couple of seasons. Uh, didn't have a spectacular draft. And the, the draft was horrible. The Green Bay Packers had the worst draft of any team in the NFL. Yep. It was the worst. Uh, and we were on with the guys from Espinosa. Right. When they had their live, you know, their draft picks during quarantine. It was just. Matt was over here puking oh, in the corner. So that was the worst draft by any team. It was bad. It was a bad draft. So. For the, and the, the Vikings um, had a. Great a, draft. A very good draft. Yeah. A lot of the rookies are. Uh, showing up and doing really well, um, but it's Minnesota, so all bets are <laughs> all off. Bets are off. Yeah, so we're excited for the NFL season to start. Um, so, guys, let us know in the comments. Uh, you know, if you what, let us know what you're smoking tonight. Let us know what you're drinking tonight. Along with us, we're grateful that you have joined us, um, and we want to bring in our special guest tonight. And as always, guys, our special guest is brought to you by. Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more information on all of that, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please put your hands together for our special guest this evening from RTB Cigars, Mr. Ron Brown. Ron, welcome to How About That Cigar Live, brother. How are you doing? Yo, let me just start by saying your voice is freaking wow. amazing. Dude, can mm -hmm. I get you to introduce me on everything right? that I go on? I got to have you introduce me, man. Like, can we Absolutely. just record that? That's all I want to do is record that, okay? Absolutely. Can I record that, Yeah, we'll check the audio for you. Man. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So... So look, so let me let me let me dive in right here. If, excuse me if I'm breaking your protocol. Hey, you, here, you do. You this is your show. Look, let me tell you this right now. If I'm betting on Aaron Rodgers, I'm betting the house. <laughs> uh, no offense, but if I'm betting on Aaron Rodgers, uh, I'm not going to bet against him. I refuse to keep, bet against keep Aaron. Going. No, keep going, Ron. Ron keep going, Ron. Keep going. I I <laughs> had, look, I had yeah, a good feeling yeah. about this show before. We started, and now 
Garrett, you're my dude, man. Yo, yo, <laughs> I, I love you like like a play cousin. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. But I can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. I I know. There is no I way know. in the world you're gonna get me to bet against that man right there. I know. Hurt, limp, it don't matter. He can't walk. All of yeah. a sudden, he gets a football in his hand. It's like, shoo, touchdown. Yeah. Shoo, touchdown. We got two minutes to go. Guess what? I guarantee you he can get at least three touchdowns. Yeah, we tried to kill him once. And it Not going to happen. Didn't work. Bro. He came back stronger. Look, I'm, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, okay? Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Okay? We can't kill him. Right. That is one dude, I promise you. There are only a few guys in the NFL that I don't bet against. Aaron Rodgers is one of them. Yep. Yeah. He's hard. If to you're going to tell me I have the choice of betting my house or I'm betting just a million dollars, if I bet the million dollars, I'm betting on Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I'm betting a million dollars on Aaron Rodgers and I'm betting my house. I, yeah, Sorry. I, I can't argue against that. I really can't. And and being that, you know, as a Vikings fan, we see Aaron Rodgers twice a year. Um, it's just, <laughs> man, it's getting a little sickening. You know, yeah. and what's really sickening is that they went from Favre to Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so, and it was not a step down. How about that? No. Yeah. It was a step up. It was a step up. It this dude with a hurt leg was out there straight throwing fire. Yeah. I was like, what? Are you serious? All right, so, Ron, let me ask you this. <clears throat> Go ahead. What, what's Cam going to do this year? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. He's going to throw straight fire. You, you know why? Here's, here's my thing. Why? Look at everybody who's ever left the Carolina Panthers. What have they done when they left the Panthers? They have been on f- – mm-hmm. I'm trying to be PC here. Screw it. They've been fucking fire. Once they left Carolina Panthers, they've been straight fucking fire. Because you know why? They want to prove the fact that you let me go, and I'm going to screw you five ways from Sunday, and then I'm going to make you pay for the fact that you let me go. What did Steve Smith say? Too bad they didn't make Band-Aids for feelings, for emotions. Well, Mm -hmm. and so here's here's one of the reasons I think he – because – all right. Here's one of the reasons I think he's going to have success in New England. Because one of the pieces that's been missing from the puzzle that is Cam Newton is discipline. And he's going to get that in spades in New England. Oh, my gosh. Yo, hold on. He is going to get that in so many ways. He's going to be forced to to fit into a mold that he was never forced to fit into. Because yeah. when he came to the Panthers, he was the mold. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was allowed to create the mold. Well, yeah, guess they, what? New they England, built it around him. Yeah, in New England, guess what? You fit to what we do. That's you right. do what we do, and guess what? He has no choice but to fit to that particular mold, and that's what he does best. He does not do best in creating his own mold. He creates best when he's forced to fit into a mold. Guess yeah. what? You can't go to New England. And think you're gonna create your own? I'm Cam Newton. I can do what I want to do. Don't really care about who you are. Yep. This is our system. Put your ass in what we do, 
and and do what we do, or you will sit the bench and we'll take the rookie and put him out here because he'll do what we want him to do. He's brought in specifically to mold that rookie. That's why yeah. he was brought in. Yeah, yeah. And I promise you, when he's done, that rookie is going to be free. that rookie's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah, and I I think one of the it's going to be interesting because you know for the for the longest time, New England had a very particular way of playing football. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah. He's a very particular type of football player. He's a pure pocket passer. You know, he's 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 an outstanding. He's got outstanding eyes. You know, yeah, a perception, all that stuff. Yeah, but you you throw Cam into that, and he's got he's he's got tools that that Brady never had and never will have. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think I don't think Belichick or the or the offensive coordinators at New England are going to be afraid to use that. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to mix it up because it's it's just going to end up throwing off the other teams in the division that haven't been used to seeing that from New England. He's different from Brady. He's different from Favre. Mm-hmm. And it's different. It's differences that they've never actually explored before. So now you have a quarterback that, given the opportunity, can be accurate. The problem was in in North in in, in Charlotte. He wasn't allowed to be that. He right. had to throw the ball before he was ready. He yeah. had to throw the ball like off his back foot. Where now he's ready to throw when he's stepping into it. Whereas he can actually put that straight on the money. And yeah. you give him the opportunity to be productive and you give him the opportunity to actually lay that I mean step into a throw. Yeah. Yep. That is dangerous, Cam. That's yeah. called college, Cam. Yeah, yeah. That's called. He's, he's never that's had called the championship. Yeah, yeah. He's never had the opportunity to be a pocket passer. He no, had to make a decision no. within, I mean, split seconds. Are you going to throw it or are you going to run? Exactly. Exactly. And, and that is not, you know, we don't know if Cam is even going to be able to run anymore. You know, we don't know if his body can do that. And number one, number two. Are the Pats going to develop some run plays for him? You know, yeah. if they're going to design anything, you know, that remains to be seen. Here's my theory on that. Okay. And look, okay. So look, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Okay. All y'all watching this right now, don't send me no text messages. Don't send me nothing. Okay. <laughs> this is just my theory. This is just me talking. So if you don't like it, that's fine. Just don't send me nothing. Okay. Because I won't respond. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, don't load my inbox, but I'll send you my email so you can load it anyway. It doesn't matter. RTBcigars at gmail.com. Send it anyway. I don't care. I'll just erase you. But my theory is that they will put together a package that is a mobile quarterback package, all because he can move. Yeah. And all because. That's never been the Pats. Yeah. That's they've always been stand in the pocket and deliver. Yeah. They will have him stand in the pocket and deliver. And I promise you by the second quarter, he's going to be moving and you're going to go, Oh shit. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's moving because what's going to happen is they're going to look at him and say, Oh, he's just another one that Pats quarter. He's going to sit in the pocket. 
second quarter when he starts running, the defensive coordinator from the other team is going to go, damn it, what the hell are we going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> because we've prepared for him to sit in the pocket. Yeah. We have maybe four plays or four audibles that work with a mobile. I, I, I promise you. Okay. This is just me. Okay. This is me talking. Okay. The first half of the season, they're going to screw everybody up. Yeah. Because they're not ready for the mobile cam. Right. They're not ready for the cam that was at Carolina. They're ready for the cam that works. Oh, he's Bill Belichick. His ass ain't going nowhere. And guess what? One of the one of the best who's ever done it as a coach mm-hmm. is going to screw everybody over. He is. He's going to screw everybody over. So <laughs> all of y'all watching this right now, if you bet on games, I'm giving you a, a gym right now. He's going to screw everyone over in the first half of the season. I'm showing you how to win. Uh, for everybody that lose their ass, do not holler at us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, don't holler at me either because I can care less. Okay? All I'm going to do is erase your email and say, whatever, you bet it. So you knew it was a 50-50 chance. We'll throw in the disclaimer. How about that cigar and RTB cigars are not responsible for lost wages? <laughs> you know what? That's that voice right there. That voice right there. I love it. It was made for William. Matt, you are golden, bro. So we got we got a comment from from a viewer who is saying, "Is this a cigar show?" And yeah. she's, not she's not wrong. This is a cigar show. Wait a minute, who is it? Who was it? It was Candy. Can Candy? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my girl week. Candy. That's my girl Candy. What's yeah. up, Candy? Yeah, it's a cigar show, Candy. This we're talking sports right now. This is a cigar show, and and I I, I appreciate talking sports, but but you know we want. One of the one of the biggest things about our show is we want to bring people on and give them a platform to tell their stories about their you know their their cigar journey and their brands and stuff like that. So um, as we're getting into this, Ron, tell us where you're where you're broadcasting from, what you're smoking and drinking with us. Okay, so I am in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Candy is one of my friends. Candy, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Love you. And I'm mad that you met my wife first, so I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> my wife works at the airport, so Candy flew in on an airplane, and she went and sought after and found, found my wife. And they took a picture and sent it to me. I was like, really? I know who that is. That's my wife. And I looked and was like, that looks like Candy. Oh, shit. Fuck. Excuse <laughs> my French. It's just what it is. Uh, so, um, yeah, Candy's cool people. So I'm out of Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where I'm based out of. My factory is in Dunley, Honduras, and I'm not ashamed who makes my cigar. Who makes my cigar? And just so you know, I'm toasting my cigar. That's why I'm looking down, so I'm not ignoring you guys. Um, Dr. Gabby Kathy out of Dunley, Honduras. We have a gentleman down there by the name of Oscar who makes sure that we look and taste great every time you light one of our cigars. Um we take care of our factory, and our factory in turn takes care of us. Uh, love those guys down there. They are family to me. I can't wait to go down and meet them and spend a whole lot of time with them and love on them the way they've loved on me. Mm-hmm. Um, we do everything out of our factory. We handle the boxes. We handle the bands. If you take a look at this band right here, 
they have strategically made sure this band is awesome. So if you look at my box, my box on the inside of the box, you'll see a saxophone player and you'll see the actual RTB Cigar logo. And that is my journey through the, my musical history. There you go, my man. There you go, Matt. So I started out as a saxophone player in 1983. If you look right here, boom, Edition 83. I started in 1983 playing saxophone. After that, I transitioned into being a percussionist. So if you look on the band, you see drumsticks on both sides. Boom. That's me as a percussionist. I went to school for music education. And I currently now teach music at Edison. Excuse me. Oh, that's where I started at Edison High School. But I currently teach at Mount Pleasant High School in Mount Pleasant, North Carolina, where I have been the percussion instructor and writer since 2004. Um, I love what I do, man. I love giving back to the community, man. Cheers Definitely. to that. Cheers, man. I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, che- cheers to uh, music music majors. Same there you here. go. Hey, exactly. And and so so, you know, we're we're gonna go all over the place tonight, but I I love it. I'm having a good time. So. So you teach what what age age groups do you teach? Is it is it elementary? Is it middle school? High school? What? It is middle school and up because I actually started this past year. I started my own indoor drum line, Carolina oh. Carolina Storm indoor uh, independent percussion, where we compete on what's called WGI World. Um, it's, it's an indoor line that competes. And we go all over the place. What is man. happening right now? We, you and I have such similar backgrounds. That's just crazy. We didn't even you talk about this. You did WGI, bro. You did WGI? I did Drum Corps International. I was, My man. Oh, yeah. here's My, another thing. So check this out. I am part of a group called Southern Percussion Ensemble. We just started an indoor drum line that will compete with WGI. And guess who is one of our guys? Just think Vic Firth, signature drumstick, African-American. Uh, I got nothing. Bro. Okay, so we I, did. I've been out of the game for a long time. Okay, so the Ralphie Juniors, Ralph Hardeman. Wow. Ralph I Hardeman. Mean, for those of you, for those of you watching and listening and don't know, that's like Kobe Bryant. That's Bro, like Ralph Hardiman was one of the guys that started the front ensemble for for DCI. Him yeah. and Tom Hanna, Ralph Hardiman was first. That's when they took away from guys marching around with ch- with chimes around their neck yeah. and marching around with a temp one timpani drum. Okay, they were marching one timpani drum. And they moved it to the front ensemble. You got Ralph Harneman and Tom Hanna that did it. We just did a, a uh, the best way I can put it, we did a competition where it was an online competition where guys came out, guys and girls. Let me, not, let me be straight with this because I don't want to be sexist. So we had guys and girls and a girl won. She was ridiculous. 
I'm one of the founding members of Southern Precaution Ensemble. If you don't know, look it up. Uh, and it is it is groundbreaking because we are the first indoor drumline organization that focuses on the HBCU type of performance. So for those of you who don't know, that's historically Black College University. And mm-hmm. so I'm honored, number one, to be part of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. all I can tell you is, man, we're fixing to bring some fire to WGI and CE. Nice. Okay, so WGI is Winter Garden International. Yep. CE is, oh, let me let me make sure I get it right. CE is Carolina Wind Ensemble and uh, in Guard. It's something to do with Guard. So let me not screw it up, but it's definitely Indoor Guard. So CE does Indoor Percussion and Indoor Winter Guard. So for those of you that know, that deals with percussion and color guard. So that's kind of what we do. Yeah. And so I'm one of the founding members of Southern Percussion Ensemble. Um, and, man, I'm honored, number one, that they would call me to be a part of that. I am part of the uh, staff that does uh, show development. Um, I have been working with uh, WGI and CME for the past three years the group that I worked with, not last year, but year before last, we came in 10th place in the world. Nice. In, in a class. Nice. And uh, it was it was an honor. And, uh, you know, we just kind of, we kind of went different directions. Yeah. So I started my own group and we were exhibition last year. And man, we rocked every event we went to and it was cut short because of the pandemic. But man, we... Carolina Storm Independent Percussion, you know, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, look us up. We rocked, and I'm so proud of those guys and those girls that took that participated in that. Um, they're like my own kids, you know, yeah. just to be honest. Yeah. Um, and it was it was awesome. So so I'm I can't believe like Matt, you did you, DCI. You, are you are you freaking kidding me right now? You and I, I I did and for forever, and I'm still I, Dude, I still what did you play? Well, back back before they changed it, I played a contrabass bugle. My man! Oh yeah. my god! Are you serious? Oh yeah. So the band director I work for, he's a brass guy. Yeah. And oh my goodness! So we have we have like the band director and one of our techs. They were all low brass guys. And matter of fact, one of my guys and. Uh, you know, just to shout him out, Charlie Fisher, he marched for the Blue Devils back when they was winning championships. Yeah. So you can understand the discipline that we do. You can't do what we do at Mount Pleasant High School in any other in any other school in our district. Because we come with it, we do what we do. It is freaking awesome. I love it. But you know what? We give the kids something, and I understand this is like far left from cigars. So, you know, please, y'all indulge me for a minute because this is like freaking awesome for me. So this is where I pull cigars and music together. And look, you know me, Edition 83. It's about music. Every one of my cigar names, it's about music. It's what I do. So 
anybody knows me, I'm music. So anyway, Charlie Fisher, love the dude. He's freaking awesome. Uh, Keith Lee, the band director, freaking awesome. Those are my guys. I've been there since 04. And, uh, man, we do nothing. They call us the David, and we, we are Goliath killers. We're the small band that shows up, and we're like, we're not scared to jump up to 5A. We, yeah. We'll show up with 45 kids and, and slay 150 groups, 150 member groups, and come out with, guess what, grand champions, because yeah. that's what we do. So it's what we do. So it, there it is. I'm yeah. done. I'm going to back up. Oh. Hey, after, uh, after we're done live, you and I are going to talk for a while. We're going to be up late. Bro, bro, I'm I'm all about WGI, CWE, DCI. So, okay, so check this out. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm gonna backtrack for a minute. The guy who was center snare drummer for the Cadets back in, I want to say '93, Tim Green. Okay, he was a center snare drummer. He is the guy that spearheaded Southern Percussion Ensemble. Oh, yeah? Is he local? He is in... I can't remember what state he's in right now. But he is one of the ones that spearheaded Southern Percussion Ensemble. And Lamion brought in... He's like... He, he considers Ralph Hardiman his uncle and brought in Ralph Hardiman to be the judge for the actual competition that we did for Southern Percussion Ensemble. Yeah. It's freaking, dude, I was like a fan right there, sitting there. I'm supposed to be like, I'm, 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 I'm like the founding member of this group, so I, I'm not supposed to be a fan. But I'm sitting there looking at Ralph Hardiman like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> this is Ralph Hardiman. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is a dude that brought Front Ensemble to DCI. Yeah. He was the first one to put together. Okay, anyway, okay, cigar <laughs> guy, y'all don't understand, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna let this go. No, I this honestly, is a cigar show. We're gonna talk about it. Like yeah. I said, after after we're done live, we're gonna talk about this more. But but we wanna we wanted to talk about the cigars too, you know. So, but it's a, it's about the cigars, but it's also about you, Ron. Yeah, you it's, are, this is about you. It's about your story. This is and, your brand, your story, everything of what you're passionate about. That's what we love on the show, man. I'm a band nerd, so that's just me. I'm a band nerd that got into scars. Yeah, and there's – so we've got – let's see here. So Melanie, she played – Hey, you played the quads and the marshal? Are you seriously? Yo. And I played played the tritoms. Get out of here. So, okay, so I started in, in middle school playing the bass drum. So yeah, that's where I started too. They would not let me go to the snare drum, even though I could play it. But because I was in a three, they said, no, nah, man, we can't let you play snare. Why not? I'm good enough to play it. It's like, no, you're in middle school. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> what the hell? Why can't I play? Nah, bro. We can't let you do it. Whatever. I don't care. I played the bass drum. So after I got to high school, I started playing, I think the first thing I played was snare. And it screwed up because 
when I was a freshman in high school, I was teaching other high school drum lines. So it was like, we'd go to competitions and I'd be like, cheer for other drum lines. Yay, I won. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, they beat us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My band was like, do you teach that drum line? I was like, uh, I wrote their music. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> like, are you serious? Why are you writing for us? Well, you didn't hire me. Yeah. You hired somebody else. That's yeah. why. You hired somebody else to write their or music. You bought a, or you bought a prepackaged program from, from exactly. House. Exactly. So don't be mad at me because you bought a box five and yeah. thought you was going to win. Right. Don't be mad because you're playing smoke on the water again. Yeah. There you go. You know, you, you, you bought greatest love of all, and you thought that was going to win. Right. I'm right. sorry. I'm not going to win. Yeah. Just because yeah, Whitney yeah. did it, and y'all thought, oh, we'll get some bonus points. No, yeah. no, no. No. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah, so right. Melanie, hey, yo, shout out to Melanie playing, playing quads. Hey, look, I love female drummers because they've definitely had a hard road to go. Yep. Yeah, they Yeah. Yo. I competed against one, and uh, we had our individual competitions for all county, regional, and all state. Man, those females was like boss, man. They they came in with the with the, with the thickness, and it's like, yo, we we coming to get this. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but not sorry. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, wife just walked in. Oh. Matt said sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> All right. So, Ron, let's let's get into these sticks. Let's talk All about right, let's get into the sticks. what Matt and I are smoking right now. I've got the Connecticut. Matt's smoking okay. the Maduro. Can you tell okay. us a little bit about what we're smoking? Okay. So, let's start with you, what you got, Garrett. Okay. So, the, the Connecticut, okay? The Connecticut is definitely – what I consider a morning smoke, it goes great with coffee. Uh, the uh, band, oh, okay, so the wrapper is definitely a uh, Honduran shade-grown wrapper, and the the, film, the 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 different the different flavors you get out of that particular, you get some, you get a little bit of pepper. I don't want to say pepper. Let me, let me rephrase that. I'm going to say spice. Um, you get some really good flavors out of that. Now, what I will tell you is that Connecticut is a sleeper. Because mm-hmm. you have so many people that go, I smoke Maduro. I smoke Maduro. Okay, I'm glad you smoke Maduro. But have you smoked a Connecticut? It's not your dad's Connecticut. Because my idea in a Connecticut was I didn't want to come up with a Connecticut that you can pick up some tobacco from the floor and throw it all together and say, oh, I got a Connecticut cigar. Ah, ta-da. And then it's like smoking air. Yeah. So now the other thing is when you're smoking the Connecticut, you can't smoke it fast. You got to take your time. Because if you smoke it fast, that's where you get the un- the unflavorable tastes where people go, I taste this and I taste that. I taste, I taste a chemical smell. Well, I taste something that smells like it's burning. Yeah. Because you're smoking it too fast. Slow down. Yeah. Take your time. You'll notice the, the, uh, the eyebrow, 
the uh, eyeliner, the dark eyeliner brow, yep. what they call it. You know what I'm saying? That is an indication of the binder and the wrapper forming together, and that's great age tobacco. And if you let it flow, you will get at least an inch and a half to an inch. Okay, so let me phrase that. A half inch to an inch ash. And it'll hold. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. It'll hold. It has been, yep. So it'll go great with coffee. It will also go great with a single barrel whiskey. I have gone so far as to smoke it with a beer. Yingling, to be exact, just so you know. Oh, wow. Make sure it's straight. Now, to go with what you're smoking, Matt, you're smoking the Maduro. The Maduro has been one of the most popular ones just because everybody, for some reason, thinks all they smoke is Maduro. Okay? So the Maduro is a Cuban seed Honduran, uh, Cuban seed wrapper. Okay? It has a great binder in Honduran. It has a great filler, as in Dominican, Honduran, and Ecuadorian in the filler. In that particular cigar, you will get great, great. I mean, I love that as far as the taste that I get. You will get coffee. You will get dark chocolate. In the retro hell, you might actually receive a little bit of the hay, okay? And I say hay, but it's like wheat, okay? It's like a wheat bread taste. I actually had somebody told me that they got dry tomato or tomato out of it. I was like, where the hell did you get tomato? <laughs> okay, that's cool. I'm not going to hey, argue. Whatever you get, you get. Yeah. You know, that's and, and that's the thing. It's hard for me sometimes to come out with some of this because if I say you can get this, this, and this, then I get emails that go, I didn't get that. Well, your palate's different from the person that got it. Mm-hmm. Can you not argue with me about it? Can you just tell me what your palate got? Mm-hmm. Because your palate's different from my palate. My palate's different from everyone on this here. Quit trying to justify your palate with someone else's palate. Well, and one, one of the things that I like about this one that I'm getting is there's a nice mix of... Uh, of sweetness. There's not a ton of spice. It's not super peppery. It's not bitter, but I also get this little like, like black li- licorice kind of thing just in the, just, wow. in the, just in the background, just a little hint of it. That that's I th- true, though. That's really true. nice. And that's me. That's me. Okay. So here's the thing, man, but I'm so- drinking, bur- I'm drinking bourbon with it too. So it, it depends on what I'm pairing it with at the time. If I pair this with a different drink, I might get something else. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, man. And so, I had somebody who told me, I was like, yo, I'm getting a chemical taste. I'm like, what the hell are you smoking and drinking? Because I've never had anybody tell me chemical, but at the same time, I'm not going to disrespect what you get. It's what you get. You know, what did you eat and what did you drink before you started smoking that cigar? Yeah. Because that all has a play in what you're getting out of that cigar. You know, I mean... I'm not going to disrespect what you get. What you get is what you get. I just want to know what you had beforehand. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of people that need to work on their palate. 
And there's a lot of people who have no interest in that, you know, and that's fine. And that's in, uh, in this culture, people enjoy cigars in a wide variety of ways. Some people find their cigar and that's their cigar and they're not moving from it. And that's awesome. Okay. And there are people that love variety and they want to try new things and they want to, they want to experience the flavors and do this. That actually takes a little bit of work, time and effort to put into developing your palate to figure out not only what you like, but to try and pick out some of these flavors and things. Yeah. It takes some work. So like I had my man, Leo. Okay. Y'all know Leo Brown. from. He just uh, came on the show. He's, okay, he's on right now. Yeah. So check it out. He smoked it with a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, he just commented on that. Yep. So I was like, I'm going to try that. So I got a Dr. Pepper and I, sm- I started smoking the, the Maduro. I was like, oh my gosh. Totally different. It brought a different light to the Maduro. I was like, I would have never drunk a Dr. Pepper and smoked my Maduro. I promise you. That is not on my list of shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) But Leo brought it up. I was like, oh, wow. That's totally different. The flavors you get. I mean, so I can't can't emphasize enough, okay? For those of you that are watching, I can't emphasize enough that what you eat before you smoke a cigar will determine – the notes that you get out of a cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always, I, me personally, when I smoke a cigar I've never smoked before, I, I always promise to smoke it twice. I always Amen. do it twice because yep. what I smoke the first time and I eat or I drink, I always change it up the second time because I want to see what I get that second time. There's no way I'm going to determine my path of a cigar based on the first smoke. That's not fair. That's mm-hmm. even if I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, so Ron, take take us back to the first time you sat down and fired up a premium hand-rolled cigar. What Do you remember what it was and, and, and kind of how did your smoking experience start? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Buckle in, everybody. Okay. So look. I'm hanging out with one of my men, one of my dudes, okay? So his, we call him Bass. That's his name, Bass, okay? That's his last name, actually. So we hanging out. It's me. It's him. It's like two other guys. We're home from college. We're like, yo, we're going out. We're going to do what we do. Little did I know that involves smoking a cigar. My first cigar was on a tour for Wente with the green band around the foot. Mm-hmm. Grand Reserve. I smoked mm-hmm. that joint. Excuse me. I smoked that cigar. <laughs> it was not a joint, okay? It was not a joint, okay? I knew what you meant, but yeah. Right? yeah. So I smoked that cigar. I'm in that cigar. I'm like at the final third, and I screw up, and I inhale that. Oh, mind you, I've enjoyed myself for the first and second third. I'm yeah. like, this is amazing. We're chilling. We're having a great time. I'm like, this is what we do. This is the cigar life. I've got to be a part of this. 
I messed up. Yep. I inhaled that cigar, and all I could think was, oh, shit. So I held it together until we left the lounge. Once we left the lounge, I was puking for 30 minutes at least. It was not. Really, Matt? Are you serious? <laughs> Gary, get your boy, Gary. Get your man. Gary, get your man. That was perfect. Yeah, you that was that one up. It was bad. I was like, oh, shit, this is not going to go well for me. So I puked for about a good 30, 45 minutes. That's a cigar life. Hey, guess what I did? I washed my mouth out with some water, and I started smoking again. There you go. Yep. Got back on that horse. Hell with it. I'm going to have a good time. Look, I'm out with my guys. We're going to have a great time. Granted, I done puked. I'm sure I was like five shades lighter than what I normally am, and that's what it is. Melanie. Melanie, what are you talking about? What did you do? Melanie, are you serious, Melanie? You did that? Dang, Melanie. Happens to I mean, the best. You're a quad player? Come on now. <laughs> you was my girl. I was like, I'm in your corner, Melanie. <laughs> hey, it's okay, Melanie. We all did it once. We all yeah. did it. Yeah. Oh, multiple times. Look, look, I'm just busting your chops, Melanie. Look, we we we've all done it. It's been bad. It was really bad. Well, okay. and especially, especially I, I can only speak for myself, but if you've ever spent any time in your life smoking cigarettes, which I don't do anymore, thank God, but if you've ever spent any time in your life smoking cigarettes and you, you start smoking a cigar, at any given moment, some some old triggered muscle memory is gonna kick in and, mm-hmm. and you're gonna accidentally you know, you're gonna accidentally inhale a little bit of that cigar. But it it only takes one or two times before you realize uh, I should never ever do that again. When Here's I, a problem. I've never smoked cigarettes. Well, there you go. That's good. I mean, yeah. Uh, a, a story that happened maybe about a year ago. And so I met this guy at my church, and I do a, a cigar and, and Bible study night. Matt and I uh, do this thing on Wednesday. Kudos to you, bro. Kudos to you, man. Thanks, my man. And uh, so my guy was like, hey, I love cigars. You know, I'd love to come. And so we go and uh, he decided he was going to play with the big boys. And we usually have two, three cigars that night while we're hanging out, we'll play cards and stuff. And, and then we get for real, but we, uh, I see him start to get pale. Like I see it happening. Right. And we're ending the night and we're going to like start to pray. And this dude's about to pray. And he's like, Dear <laughs> was I there that night? I don't know if you were I don't that think night. I was. And he held it in like a champ. I don't know how. And choked it <laughs> down. Jesus, Jesus did it. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Jesus held, held it in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a bad that's 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was bad. That was bad. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Love it. I can't wait to show him this. Oh, um, oh that was too funny so, to me. People are already asking where they can find your cigars. Let's do a quick plug for that, and then we can talk about it again at the end of the show. Okay. So you can currently find my cigars at vsrcigarfam.com. That's Victor Sam Rob Cigarfam.com. On that particular website, you can get uh, sample packs where you can get like three and three, or you can do so much as five and five. My boxes come in 10 count boxes. That, that was strategically done just because, you know what? I want you to be able to buy a box for under a hundred bucks. It's a 10 count box. You can get for under a hundred bucks. And you know what? When you got dad's birthday coming up, you got mom's birthday coming up, you got an anniversary coming up. Guess what? It's not going to cost you a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And you can get a 10-count box, and you know what? If you got an issue with that box, look, email me directly, or you can email the website. We will take care of you. That much I promise you. Um, I'm one of those guys. I mean, it's just me, okay? You got a problem. You come When you issue or you send an email, it comes directly to me. It doesn't go to some, you know, Becky or whoever that handles my emails it comes to me. I handle my emails. I handle all calls. And uh, we take care of anyone that has stepped out on a limb and decided to try RTV cigars. So right. we appreciate so, that. So, Ron, from that uh, first epic introductory to cigars, where did that grow from there? And uh, how did you decide, you know what, I'm going to do this thing? Man, I'm going to tell you, I am former law enforcement, so let me show you my wedding band. Uh, if you see there, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. Blue line. yeah, there you okay. go. I'm former law enforcement, so my wedding band and my wife has the same exact wedding band because we went through law enforcement together. Uh, it was nice. a family. It was family done. So my cousin, one of my cousins is a chief of police. I won't say where. I'll just say he's a chief of police. And mm-hmm particular city. My brother is a sheriff detective in a, a particular city. You can come to my family reunion and it's probably harder to find somebody without a badge and a gun. Right. So I wouldn't advise you to show up to my family reunion and act an ass because we'll, <laughs> we'll deal with you. Uh, okay. We've had that happen before and guess what? We'll deal with you. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. So if you think anyway, so we'll move on. Um, so I'm working one night and I end up getting injured. I break four ribs and a scapula. I crush my scapula. For those of you that don't know, it is the shoulder bone that all of your nerves run through to get to your hand. Hello. And so I get to the hospital and they decide, you know what? We're going to put a chest tube in. And I'm like, all right, cool. Little did I know, in order to get a chest tube in, you've got to crack a rib. You can't just put a chest tube in. Yeah. So he puts it in. I'm thinking we're done. He goes, ah, no. He pulls it out. He puts it back in. He goes, hold on a second. Pow. Literally just like that. Oh. I came off the table, and I missed him literally 
Who let this glass be him? I missed him like this. And he kept going. I said, you want to know my pain threshold? From one to ten, let me show you. There was a list of words that actually took place after that that I will not repeat because I actually don't remember, but I do know that they weren't nice. And basically they were cuss words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, my mom, my wife, they're all in here and they're looking at me like, oh, because at that point I've never cussed in front of my mom before. And it just, I didn't care at that point. I was like, get over here let me show you. (laughs) What this feels like. You just broke my rib. Are you are you serious right now? Well, anyway, I digress. Let me move forward. Um he never came close enough to me for me to touch him. And I just told him, I said, Your assistant can finish. You better stay away from me because if I get close enough to you, I'm fixing to take care of you. <laughs> he never came closer. It's okay. Uh so I went to rehab and some guys that were friends of mine and they were like, they would come pick me up at the house, take me to the scar shop. My wife would drop me off at the scar shop and she'd pick me up after she got off work. And I was like, I'm sitting there one day and I'm sitting with a friend of mine. And I look at him and I go, why can't I have my own cigar line? Is there an unwritten law that I don't know about? He's like, "Um, no, I, I don't think so. I said, well, the only person I know right now that's an artist and a musician that has their own cigar line is Jay-Z. Well, shit, fuck him. (laughs) I do my own shit. (laughs) I mean, no disrespect. I love Jay-Z. I really do. I really do love Jay-Z. Okay, don't, don't, okay, don't send me no emails, okay? Don't send me no emails. All right? Look, Jigga is my man, okay? I love him. Okay, I love him, Beyonce, all the kids, the whole nine yards, the twins, whatever. Okay, so don't send me no emails. All right, John Carter, Volume One. I'm with there you. Mm-hmm. So no, screw it, whatever. So I'm like, shit, why not? So at that point, I start researching blenders. I start researching what I what I want my blend to be and yeah. how I want my blend to represent me. Um, I went through a, <laughs> okay, there's a lot of con artists out there Yeah, <laughs> that portray themselves as blenders. No, they're not blenders. I'm, I'm not going to say names. All I'm going to say is I had one guy send me some blends and I already know I'm, I'm paying out the ass for some tests. These are test blends. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. If this is a test blend, what the hell am I going to pay for the actual blend? Oh, you'll pay the same thing. Okay, if I pay the same thing, that's going to put me above Oliva V. Yeah. That's going to put me above Atoll Fuente. That's going to put me above Padrone. I can't be above that. So you and me can't do business. On top of the fact that I responded to him, I said, look, I need you to change this, this, and this. And I started breaking down binder filler wrapper. I need you to change this in the filler. I need you to switch this in the wrapper. I need you to switch this in the binder. I can't do that. The L you say? 
You can't change that? Well, you know why he couldn't change it? Because he wasn't a blender. Because he was selling you cigars that were already rolled on a shelf that he happened to have 5,000 men around. My man, right there. So I was like, you know, you and I can't do business. So I finally found someone that can make the changes I wanted to make. I was happy. I thought it was great. And then I get a phone call one day that says, "Uh, Ron, I love your cigar. Right. I know. I know. It's cool. But the cigars you just sent me are not your blend. What the? What are you talking about? Bro, it's not your blend. It's a great cigar, but it's not your blend. And this guy knew my blend because he was part of my smoke group. Because I put together a smoke group to put to put my blend together. I had a group of four guys that we got together on Sunday and we smoked the hell out of some cigars. And he's like, that's not it. So I went to his house. We sat down. He gra- I grabbed the cigar. I was like, yeah, that's not my cigar. So I called the blend. I was like, yo, bro, what the hell's going on? The last blend you sent out was not it. He's like, no, that's it. That's it. Okay, look, I'm not going to argue with you. It's not it. I'm telling you. And I got a call one day from a guy that said, I need you to meet Dr. Gabby Caffey. And I was like, number one, I was like, who the hell is that? Yeah. I don't know him. He's like, he's got a factory in Honduras. He is a yep. one-stop shop. He does everything. He does your boxes. He does your graphic arts. He does a cellophane. He does a cellophane that goes around the boxes. He does a cellophane that goes around the damn cigars. I'm like, oh, shit, I guess I need to meet him. And he's really respected in the business. Mm-hmm. Really so, respected. After working a 10-hour, 11-hour shift, you know, I jump in the car. I pick my man up. I said, let's go. He's like, we going in this? I was like, I asked you if you wanted to go in this because, like, we had it set up. I was trying to get airplane tickets to fly down. That didn't work out. I tried to do a rental car. That didn't work out. We drove down in my POS Honda and... He was like, all right, I'm cool. Let's go. So we drove 12 and a half hours to meet Dr. Gabby Caffey in my POS Honda. And he walked out, looked at my Honda and said, "Um, okay, we'll talk about that later. Come on inside. (laughs) (laughs) So we go inside, man, 100%, man. He is... His hospitality was great. His wife had fixed us food. Shout out to Mrs. Caffey, Mrs. Dr. Gabby Caffey. She is 100% the princess of the house or the queen of the house. Let's put it that way. She is awesome. Love her to death. I love it when she answers the phone when I call because I get to talk to her instead of talking to him. (laughs) I had to talk to him. But I love talking to her because she is just so awesome. Um, she knows me by name, and it's it's great, you know. So he and I sat down for about an eight-and-a-half-hour meeting after driving 12-and-a-half hours, after, after working a 10-and-a-half to 11-hour shift. I'm just done. And he and I, we go through these cigars, and I'm telling him what I want. 
and we're smoking. I'm like, that's not it. Let's go to something else. We pick, we literally pick out five blends that I go, these are the five blends that represent our team that I can get behind. And um, I leave there after eight and a half hours and I drive 12 and a half hours back. Part of it is me high off of all the shit I done smoked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I will tell you that it was the best interaction with someone that I've had because he and I sat down. We talked about not just the blends of the cigars, but we talked about the business. It was, what am I looking for? What am I requesting from him? What is he requesting from me? And I told him, I don't need you to sugarcoat shit for me. I need you to be 100% real with me. Tell me the truth. If I'm screwing up the church's money, I need you to tell me. Yo, Mm -hmm. man, you're screwing up the church's money, man. Hey, cut that shit out. Mm -hmm. Get that shit right. Mm -hmm. And he and I have had nothing but those type of conversations from the beginning. Man, I can't tell you how long it took us to come up with this band. Because the band you see now is nothing like the band we started with. <laughs> it was funny. At some point, it became comical to me because <laughs> so at one point, we had a treble clef and a bass clef, right? So all of you who are musical, who are on this right now, you will understand. The bass clef is always going to be on the left side because that's bass on a piano. The treble clef is going to be on the right side. Why? Because that's treble clef on a piano. He could not understand why I said we're not going to do that. He said, it doesn't make sense to me. Why can't we put it over here? Because it doesn't go there. (laughs) He's like, but why not? I said, because any musician will look at me and laugh when you put the treble clef on the wrong side of the band. He's like, well, that doesn't make sense. I don't care (laughs) that it doesn't make sense. Dr. Kathy is going on the other side. And his response was, whatever, man. I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) I was like, bro, start playing the piano. You'll understand bass clef is on your left hand, treble clef is on your right. He's like, you're the musician, whatever. <laughs> Those are the type of conversations we had. And you know what? Here's the thing I respect about him so much. We can agree to disagree, but we always have the brand in the forefront. The yeah. brand is what is important. It is not about personal agenda. It is not about what I think most of all. It's about, hold on a second. What is the best light for the brand? So that brings me to the other I, the other the other thing that I, y'all don't know. Um, so for a while, my first launch, it was Concerto Cigars LLC. Well, herein lies the problem. There are two cigar brands that have a cigar under Concerto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like it in suit. <laughs> what? I just don't. You know, I don't like cease and desist orders. I don't like getting sued. 
Because, look, I don't make that much money where you can sue me and think you're going to get some money from me. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I'll look at you and laugh, actually. Because <laughs> you won't get shit from me. <laughs> I mean, Maybe a Honda. you can get a Honda, but I can't do that because my, my, my middle child took that Honda and wrapped it around the tree. <laughs> that actual car that I drove to see Dr. Kathy, my middle daughter, who's now in college, she just I just dropped her off, what, two weeks ago? A week ago. Friday. I dropped her off Friday. My bad. My wife's telling me what I did. <laughs> at this point, I'm just like, whatever. So Friday, I dropped her off at college. Yeah, she took that car and wrapped it around the tree, and she goes, Ash, I said, what do we learn from this? She goes, trees walk in front of cars? What the hell? <laughs> a tree walk in front of a car? You ran that car into a tree at four feet high. <laughs> and then you slid down the tree when you hit it. Unfortunate, she had no injuries. Thank God. I'm very happy about that. You know, she's off at college right now living her best life at Livingstone. I'm like, you know what? Love her, but yeah, she she's the comedian of the family. Yes, she <laughs> definitely is. And she tells very bad jokes. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, damn it, I forget where I was. You changed the name from Concerto. Yeah, I changed the name from Concerto. And and Dr. Kathy calls one day. He goes, you know what? You gotta be a cocky SOB. And for those of you who don't know, that's son of a bitch. Y'all got to be a cocky SOB to put your name on the cigar. I was like, you know what? Shit. You can't sue me for my name. So that yep. brought out RTB Cigars, Ronald Thomas Brown II. Sue me if you want to. You're going to lose. Yeah. Well, uh, Go ahead. I dare you. I mean, it's it, you're right. It's foolproof. And it also, it it makes it it gives people another way to connect with you on a personal level. Yeah. You know, the cigar's got your name on it. Look at all the other cigars in the world that have, that are, that are some of the most storied brands in history, you know, Padron, Fuente. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, 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 it identifies people with you directly. I stand behind my brand 100%. Um, and you know what? To be honest, once we decided to go that path, uh, putting my name on it, I'm not going to lie. It made me kind of step my game up. Mm-hmm. You know, It's got my name on it. Yeah. I want 100% stand behind my brand and, and the fact that it's got my name on it. So I'm not going to put out shit. Right. You know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make sure that what I put out with my name on it is 100% going to be the best that we can do. Yeah. And you know what? I, I understand there's always going to be someone who doesn't like my brand. That's fine. I respect your opinion. But I've got some people in the industry that love my brand. And they love what I put out. You know, you don't have to love it. There are cigars that I don't like. And there's one thing you'll never hear from me, from Ron Brown, Ronald Thomas Brown II, RTV Cigars. I will never bash another cigar line. Amen to that. Yep. Because I know what it takes to get your brand out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know the sacrifice 
you make every day, day in and day out to make this happen. You know, I I have a family. I have three girls and a wife. And, and it's like, I know the sacrifices I've made. So yeah. you will never hear me ever bashing another line. And if yeah. you do, please call me out on it. Mm-hmm. Well, besides... Um Besides Dr. Caffey, who are some of the other people that you can name who have been encouraging or been mentors to you uh, in this, you know, uh, in this journey of starting your own brand? You know what? To be honest, I've I've kept it really close to the chest. You know, Um, I have friends. I have a lot of friends that have been very instrumental in number one, getting my brand out and number one, um, you know, number two, I guess that's two, so it wouldn't be one. But number two, um, putting my line out in front of people that it normally wouldn't be in front of. Um, I don't have reps. What I've been fortunate to have is friends that go out to lounges and say, "Hey, have you tried that RTB cigars?" And you know, they're like, "Oh, who's that? Oh, what? Well, you know what? Here's a cigar." Try this one. Let me know what you think. And yeah. in turn, that has opened doors for me. Um, you know, my my main and I call him my only mentor um, is definitely Dr. Kathy. Um, he and I have had conversations that if some people overheard them, sometimes they'd be like, "Are y'all really friends?" <laughs> no, we're friends. But we talk real to each other, and he, he will come to me and be like, that picture sucks, man. What the hell are you putting out? That color is wrong. This is wrong. Like, literally, we had this conversation literally like three days ago. I, I did a photo shoot and for a magazine. I'm not, I can't say now where it is, but I did a, I did a photo shoot for a magazine. He goes, Was uh, it Tiger Beat? You're not going to get me like that, Matt. It's not going to happen. Look, I I purposely have not drunk that much. (laughs) So, no, that's not going to happen, Matt. No, no. Hey, hey, Garrett, get your boy, man. What's going on? I'm on on it. My bad. I'm slipping. Yeah, you're slipping, man. Hold on. The Connecticut got you swinging like that? What the hell, man? I know. Now I'm – now I'm – Firing up the Maduro. Oh, you're in trouble. You're in and trouble. I'm firing up the Connecticut. Oh, damn. Y'all switching places. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, so, Ron. Anyway, yeah, no. It's not going to happen that way. Can you uh, can you tell us uh, when you launched? I'm in my second year. Uh, my first year that I launched uh, Concerto Cigars was like 2015. Uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. I started out with two lounges. Um, I went through my rebranding two years ago. And wow, it was like it was like a rocket from that point. You know, I went from two lounges to I'm at 16 now. Um, my new client that I'm working with right now, we're trying to work this out. Um, if we work this out, I will jump from 16 to 150. Woo! Uh, 
are you ready for that kind of production? I am. I've already contacted the factory. I've contacted Kathy, the Dr. Kathy, and yeah. I've made sure that we are ready to produce those numbers. That is that is that is the love and that is the ability when you have a factory like we have in Dunley, Honduras, that is prepared to kick out the number of boxes we need to kick out. Yeah. Because when you are 100% inclusive, when you answer to no one for a box, you answer to no one for the graphic arts, you answer to no one for your band, you answer to no one for your cellophane, whether it is a cellophane that wraps the boxes or whether it is a cellophane that wraps your cigar. We answer to no one. And we can put it out and we can guarantee the quality 100% or we won't send it out. Yeah, and you gotta have them. Is what gotta, exactly. I, gotta, I gotta say that, and, and again, this like we talked about a few minutes ago, it's all based. It's all based on what you've eaten recently, what you've smoked recently, and what you're drinking right now. But I, so I just finished the Maduro, and I just fired up the Connecticut, and right off the bat, right off the bat, butterscotch. Hell yes! There you go. There you go. Butterscotch. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's it's it's, it's sweet right right away. It's like it's like that that old butterscotch candy that grandma had in her purse that's that's what it reminds me of right off the bat i call it that church candy yeah 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 <laughs> when they're trying to get you to be quiet in church yeah i'll turn around to like, here you go here you go yep. mm-hmm. be quiet i'm gonna have to whip your tail yeah guess what you're gonna be quiet and suck on that butterscotch yeah mm-hmm. nice creaminess to it yeah yeah hey man look i'm gonna tell you man i can't I can't say enough how much I'm appreciative of the fact that y'all brought me on here, man. And the fact that, you know what? Y'all are digging what it is I'm making from my factory. And it's 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 an honor, man. That's all I can tell you. Well, it's an honor to have you yeah, because absolutely. you know, as a as a new, you know, newish business owner and uh, uh you know, brother of the leaf, we want to help expand your brand. And in turn, we get to, you know, have a great guest tell us funny ass stories, yeah, <laughs> hour and a half, and just have a good time. So, you know, we are just as blessed, if not more. Oh yeah, to have you on the show. Yeah, absolutely. So this, I gotta, I gotta ask this too. So between the between the two, the Connecticut and the Maduro, if if you were forced. You know, if you were marooned on a desert island and you could have only only one of these two cigars, which which is your go-to that you just find yourself smoking more of than the other? Sorry, my wife is asking me for Maduro right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to do it. Yeah, look, I live with her, okay? What do you want me to do? <laughs> I don't sleep well with one eye open, right? <laughs> Nobody does. So, yeah, so just so you know, they call my wife Cupcake, okay? So if you ever see a, a post and it says Cupcake, it's her. So if I had to pick one, here's the problem. I can't. I really can't because I smoke 
one for one reason. I smoke the other for another reason. Yeah. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I grab a cup of coffee. I'm not going to the Maduro. I'm going to the Connecticut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here's the other issue. (laughs) I'm smoking Dr. Excuse me. I'm drinking Dr. Kathy's coffee. (laughs) It's what it is. Yeah, man. It's great coffee. It works well with my Connecticut. And I'm smoking that and I'm drinking that on the way to work at about 4.35 o'clock in the morning. Do you have... It's it's 100% real. Yeah. Do you have uh, that box, one of the boxes right next to you that you keep them in? Yeah. Can you show us that box? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Um, Hey, can you grab a box out the room? Just grab one of the boxes. Any box. It doesn't matter what box. Thanks, Cupcake. He said, thanks, Cupcake. (laughs) She shook her head and rolled her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Right here, right? But they're holding my laptop up in the air. So if I if I actually take the box out, I'm gonna drop I down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's grabbing a box right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, these yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's you see you see blends come along, you know, over the years you see blends come along, you know, and some of them are great, some of them are not so great. And these cigars are just they're very good. I uh, haven't smoked, just finished the Maduro and being, you know, a half inch into this Connecticut. These are very good blends. This You're not messing around with this. This is not just some, you know, no. slap your name on a cigar and, and, and try to make a few bucks. They're good cigars. Here, and you can a, tell. Here's the thing, bro. When I, when, when I realized I was putting my name on it, uh, Dr. Kath and I talked. Because I was like, I can't put my name on shit. I really can't. Yeah. You know, and, and to be honest, you know, Matt, you went backwards. You went from the Maduro to the Connecticut. Well, that's kind of uh, so I switched things up within the last year or two where I, I used to follow the tradition of starting with because I, I smoke five, six, seven cigars a day. I used to start with mild cigars in the morning and work my way up to stronger cigars at the end of the day. But I switched it, and it actually it, – I'm not saying I'm never going to go back to you know starting with the mild stuff and then going to the stronger stuff. But it's working really well for me for the last couple of years uh, because when I look at it like a meal, mm-hmm. I, have, I have dessert at the end of the meal, not at the beginning of the meal. So that's why I like having the sweeter cigars that have sweeter, more, more, yeah. uh, you know, uh, like uh, butterscotch, you know, the, I like having those at the end, you know, yeah. and, and this cigar I'm drinking, I'm drinking 10 year old bourbon right now. And this cigar is standing up to it just fine. No oh, problem. Man. Exactly. So, so here's the thing, like I, I had to make sure that the Connecticut itself was able to withstand, you know, at least, a single barrel, you know what I'm saying? Like single barrel Jack Daniels, you know what I'm saying? Or let me at least make sure you can stand up some 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 15 year old Glenn Fittich, Glenn Levitt, that kind of stuff, you know. And you know, I had to go back and revisit it sometimes because definitely once I put my name on it, I was like, oh hell no, I can't put out shit with my name on it. That can't happen. 
So, you know, we, we revisited, we, we definitely talked about it. Um, it was something that we definitely had long conversations about, you know, cause I, I just didn't want to put out something to say I had a cigar out. There's enough shit out there and mm-hmm. I'm not going to call names, but there's enough shit out there for you to say, Oh, I got a cigar. Who gives a care? Who cares? Yeah. Your cigar doesn't mean nothing to me. And it definitely doesn't, it doesn't mean it. It doesn't, it doesn't speak to me, you know? And that's not to say my cigar doesn't speak to some people because there are cigars that doesn't speak to some people, but it speaks to others. So I'm not naive to think that I made the world's greatest cigar. I don't say that. I will never, ever say that. There will be some of you that will smoke my cigar and go, well, this ain't shit. Okay, fine. That's fine. That's your opinion. I respect your opinion. But there are enough people out there that say, you know what? I like this shit. And I just want to point something out, too. You can tell what leaf is oilier. And that is just a, another indication of, you know, differences between a Maduro and a Connecticut. And, you know, obviously binder and filler have some, but just look at all of that foot smoke coming off of the Maduro. That's an indicator of all the oil that's usually a wrapper. Yeah. And it is, you guys, uh, this is a fantastic cigar and there's a lot of good smoke output. The draw is good. The construction is good. These are a well-made cigar. And that was one of the things that we definitely looked at to be, you know, prominent. I don't want you to smoke my cigar. And at the end of the day, when you're finished smoking it, your jaw, your jaws are sore. Like what the muscle, what the heck did I try and sit ice cream through a fucking straw? Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. No. And I'm going to tell you a true story. True story, okay? I'm at an event. There's a gentleman over here smoking. I'm not going to say what he's smoking. He's smoking a cigar. He's pissed off. He pulls out a poke and he's like jamming it in the daggone cigar. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, the draw's not good. I was like, why are you stabbing that cigar? He's like, I'm trying to open it up. I'm like, no, you're killing it, but it's already dead. I said, I'll tell you what, when you're done massacring that cigar, <laughs> I want you to try one of mine. Yeah. And I'm not even going to charge you for it. He's like, really? I said, like, I promise you, I'm not going to charge you for it. I said, I just want you to try it. And I want you to tell me what you think about it. So I passed him, not a Maduro, I passed him a Connecticut. He smoked it. He's like, oh, shit. Great draw. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, I like this. He bought two boxes, a Connecticut and a Maduro box. He said, can you promise me the Maduro will draw just like that? I said, every time. And if you have a problem with it, call me directly. And that goes to all of y'all. I can promise you right now, the draw you will get on RTB cigars will be consistent. Why? Because I'm about the experience. I'm about you having a great experience when you're smoking my cigar. I'm not about you overworking your jaws and all of a sudden you got like locked jaw because, you know, <laughs> it's just you trying to suck ice cream through a straw through a, like a Hardy's milkshake or something like that. That don't work for me because yeah. then you're pissed off. Like, I'll never right. smoke one of them again. 
Yeah. Well, cigars are supposed to be relaxing. They're not supposed to be work. Right. You can't be relaxed. So so check it out. So here, Cupcake brought the box. So here's the outside <laughs> of the box, right? Oh, here, let me. This, let is me the, this is the finale box. Let me get you on full screen so people can hear right. oh, Let me Let me make sure it, it sits right. How the heck? Man, I forget y'all got me on reverse and stuff like no, that. No, that's right? good. That looks good. So there you go. So that's the finale box, right? That's the outside. And where it says finale, it will say Aria if it's an Aria box. So we go to the inside of the box, right? Boom. Nice. You will see on the inside of the box where you see the saxophone player. And that's where I started playing saxophone in 1983. And you see what we put on the bottom. And you'll see all of that. And that's cool. So yeah. now we move from there to the band, right? On the band, you will see drumsticks. Yep. Where you also see the saxophone player right there. Well, I started at saxophone in 80, 83. I moved to drumsticks. And now you just have RTB cigars. Edition on 83, 83. About four or five years later, you had me playing drums when I went to school for music education. Started at Brevard College, and from there went to University of South Carolina, where I marched in the drumline Watt Squad. Nice. And also, I am a member, a proud member of Kappa Kappa Psi Music Fraternity Incorporated. Nice. All day. Nice. All right. So, um, I think it is time we're going to move into this week's next segment and it is the smokabulary word and as always guys smokabulary is brought to you by aj fernandez aj fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in esteli nicaragua the day-to-day operations at tabacalera aj fernandez are managed under the watchful eye of mr fernandez himself in order to ensure superior quality, the A.J. Fernandez portfolio of premium cigars provides blend, strength, and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. So, guys, this week's smokabulary word, this is a simple one this week. It is Vega. And Vega, in the world of premium cigars, Vega just means farm or plantation. It's the place where they grow the wonderful tobacco that goes into these beautiful cigars that we love so much. So if you see the term in a cigar shop, if you see the term Vega, that means farm. That's where the tobacco comes from. And that is this week's smokabulary word brought to you by A.J. Fernandez. Dude, I got to, like, take your voice and put it in a damn box. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Garrett, how the hell do you deal with this guy, man? He's got like a a a, a voice for I the know. radio. Yes, absolutely. I'm it's just the freaking awesome. Face. Garrett's Garrett's the pretty face. I'm, I'm the, the voice. Face. Yeah. I've got okay, a- Garrett's the pretty face. Okay, so Matt, you're the you're okay. Garrett's the face, and you're the voice, right? I'm, I've got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are too funny. Yeah, like your voice is like amazing, like for real. I'm I'm going to put your voice in a box and record it for real. Thank you. You can introduce me. You can introduce me to anything. I could care less. (laughs) Should we? uh, We we? should. I think we should. All right. It is now time for this week's 
Numero de los Muertos. What the heck does that mean? Well, you're about to find out. Oh, um, damn. So, Am I in trouble? No, nah, no, sir. It's, it's okay, a fun game. All right. Uh, Numero de los Muertos is brought to you by Oveja Negra Brands. They bring you premium smoking experiences forged from tobacco, time, and talent. Comprised of Black Label Trading Company, Blackwork Studio, Dissident, and Emilio. Oveja Negra Brands provide smokers uncompromising blends renowned for their flavor and lasting impression. Oveja Negra, where art and tobacco collide. Join the flock. Visit OvejaNegraCigars.com to learn more. Okay. All right. All right. So, Ron, what we do on this segment is I give a number. And it is a... Uh, a number of how many people have died. Okay. And then we play a little like 20 questions with both you, Matt and the audience uh, to guess how these people died. This number. <laughs> oh, it sounds morbid as fuck. But... <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting there trying to figure out like, are you serious right now? Like a hundred percent. Dead people. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I might need to drink some more. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, we encourage it. Yeah, we encourage it. Uh, oh this, my gosh! I'll drink. I'll drink to that. This yeah. week's number. Okay. Uh, yeah, there you go, uh, Matt. I'm with you. We we'll drink to that. Okay. This week's number comes from the U.S. and it 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 averages out to about a thousand a year. What the hell? A thousand a year. A thousand that, a year, dead people. A thousand. And, so a thousand people in the U.S. die from this every year, mm-hmm. on average. I gotta and, tell you what they die. Yeah, correct. Yep. So we, we got to guess. We're going to guess, and our viewers get to put guesses up too in the comments. So be ready with your guesses. Don't do any Google foo. No cheating. Just can I dial up? Can I phone a friend? Oh, for uh, sure. Sure. Why not? And uh, okay. So let me let me let me rephrase that. Can I just ask a friend to go ahead and post it? Uh, we've never had that question asked before. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, yeah, man. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey, just... hey, friends. Hey, friends. I need your help because I have no idea. I well, need we some of y'all to get your Google skills on. I we have no idea. We get that right now. I'll say COVID. On the way. So, all right. A thousand people a year are in the U.S. Do we know how long they've been keeping this stat? Um, since 1992. Oh, dang. 1992, a thousand people a year. Um, 99% are men. 99 What? Men. I'll just say colon cancer. Ooh. Oh, that's a good guess. That is a good guess. It is not. Not, okay. It is not. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll give Garrett, a, a you few. suck. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. It. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say also it is not a um it is not an illness. No. Oh, dang. Is it is it related to the workplace or recreation? I would put it in recreation. Recreation. 99% are men. Mm-hmm. So some stupid recreational activity that hunting. Thinking, what's that? Hunting. Oh, Ooh, hunting. Is that's it? a really good Yes, it is not hunting. Not hunting. Oh, you still suck, Gary. I know. <laughs> you say that until you get the right answer, and then 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 I'm the best person in the world. Um, 
Uh, boating accident. Boating. Ooh, no. Did we Dang come- it. You know something. I was going to say surfing, but I think we already did surfing, didn't we? And we did do surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, parasailing. Melanie says parasailing. It is not parasailing. Not parasailing. Good try, Melanie. Good is try. It, okay. Is it is it on water or land? <laughs> it should hopefully be on land. <laughs> okay. It is not skiing. It is not playing basketball. Um. Is it a is it a team sport? Yeah, exactly. Is it a team sport? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure in places it is, but it no, it is not. That's not an answer. What the heck, man? That's not an answer. (laughs) It is not a team sport. Um, is. Bocce ball? I don't know. Bocce ball? <laughs> what? what the heck, man? Is it... Uh, um, oh, God. Is it, is it lawn darts? Somebody help me. It is not lawn darts. Not lawn darts. Uh, it is not daredevil. Melanie though. is not it, daredevil. What the heck? What is daredevil? But I did... <laughs> well, I did do the statistic on stunt people. Early it's on, not basketball. It's not a sport. Mel- Melanie. Melanie. Okay. Melanie, Melanie we, we you got to help me. Answer. We what? have a correct answer. You're shitting me. No, I am not. Tell me it's not sex. It is sex. <laughs> oh, damn. You're I'm welcome. Done. I got nothing. I got You're nothing. welcome. What, hold up. Hold up. You're <laughs> sure. telling me that. No. A thousand men died having sex. Yeah. What? Yep. Most of them. It's. Uh, it is. Matt, I'm with you. Head down, grabbing my head. My head on top of my body, not the other one. Just my head. So every year in the United States, a thousand guys die from having sex. Yeah. It's. It's mostly. It's a heart attack. Um, they die with a smile on their face, right? Hey, <laughs> I would. Hey, either, what, a, what a way to go! I would either want to go in my sleep or like Look, that. If that's how I'm going, right? Deuce. I'll let y'all later. <laughs> See you on the other side. That's all yeah. I'm saying. See you on the other side. Just feel bad for my wife. Yeah, because you know? when when you see me, I'm have a smile on my face. Right. Well, there's a. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, but I don't care. So, so I. I there, this this show Game of Thrones. I didn't watch it when it was first on, but I just I just finished binge watching it over the last couple of months and streaming Game of Thrones. I had never seen it before, and the dude in the show, um, played by uh, Peter Dinklage, the uh, the little man in the yeah. show. He had oh, a, yeah. he had a great line in the show, and he said. Because some guy was captured him and said, "We're going to kill you. How do you want to die?" And he said, "At the age of eighty, with a belly full of wine and a woman's mouth wrapped around my member." My wife watches that show, <laughs> and she and is I literally thought, 
She is literally repeating the line as you say it. Yeah, and I thought that was one of the funniest lines I ever saw in a TV show. And, and I thought, hey, if what a way to go, you know, if, if you're going to go. That, is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what he said? She's giving me the one finger like, be quiet. She's listening to your live stream. Are you serious right now? I got the church one finger right now. Like, hold on a second. That's because there's a delay. She hears it about 30 seconds after after you hear it. Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. Not the live stream, okay? Is that the line? She goes, yes, that's the line. Yeah. yeah. So it can, can I go like that? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I gotta ask. Okay, you know I just realized that was like not PC just now. So I, I do apologize. That was not PC at all. So yeah, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that later. No. Hey, you asked for permission. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you asked. I, yeah, I asked for permission, but that does not mean shit in this house right now. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble right now. No, no, As no. she shakes her head, yes, in the corner. Right. What y'all say don't mean shit. Okay. <laughs> the fact that she's shaking her head saying, mm-hmm. that's a dead man walking right there. Yeah. I'm dead man walking right now. Okay. So I right. need y'all help me get out of this. this, here's, this some more, here's some more questions to help you ponder, get away from this. So can I get out this, this, this tomb that I'm in right now? All right. So if you could, uh, my wife just said winter is coming. Winter. <laughs> You see what I deal with, okay? You got a good woman there. You got a good one there. Ah, damn. I'm in so much trouble. I better smoke more cigars. All right. (laughs) Here's next question. These these next couple questions are not cigar related. If you could choose to hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? Samuel Jackson is he's as motherfucker more than anybody I know. That's a great answer. Nobody should be honest. Nobody's ever given that answer. That's a great answer. He says that. motherfucker more than anybody I know. Well, because and, you want you want to know if if you're listening to his thoughts, if his if his if his brain all day long is also saying motherfucker. Right. Exactly. Look, of, yeah. There are times that I would make him proud. That's all I'm gonna say. There there are times (laughs) that I would make him so proud. Like I graduated with a doctorate from his university. Right. Yep. All right. So choose one of the following. Or no, sorry, I almost skipped one. If you were about to get into a fight, what soundtrack music would come on? Rocky, because at the end I'm winning. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. You might kick my ass, but at the end, I'm fucking you up. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right. So choose one of the following. You can hit a home run as a starting pitcher. You could score a touchdown as a defensive lineman. You could score a goal in a hockey game as the goalie. Or you could score a goal in a soccer game as the goalie. Considering I went... I used to coach soccer. I'm scoring a goal yep. as the goalie in a soccer game. Yep. Yeah. You ever see that happen? I've seen it once, and I was there to see it, and it was awesome because I was the coach. The goalkeeper literally kicked the ball over everyone, and oh, the shit nice. just bounced in. 
and I laughed my ass off and I said, fuck yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Thank you very much. We just won the game. Get your asses out of here. We about to leave. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. All right. So if you could give one piece of advice to a new premium cigar consumer, somebody who's just starting to get into premium cigars, what's the number one piece of advice you would give them? <laughs> you want to be honest? Yeah, absolutely. If you ain't prepared, don't do it. Say more about that. Yeah. This industry is not for the faint of heart. If you're not prepared to make the sacrifice, and to be honest, if you're not prepared to go against your family who don't believe in you, don't do it. For yeah, I'm talking about consumers. I'm not talking about somebody who wants to start a brand. I'm talking about Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about starting a brand. Oh no, no, no. Just okay. a new cigar smoker. Yeah, new cigar consumer, a, a smoker. Somebody who's starting to get into it. I would recommend you start mild and work your way up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely good advice. Mm-hmm. Start yeah. mild, work your way up. And depending on your smoke experience will determine whether or not I would tell you start flavored. If you smoke weed before, I'm going to tell you start mild. If you've never smoked weed, then I would tell you to start flavored and work your way up. And uh, and matter of fact, the uh, Drew Estate uh, Leather Rose is a great cigar, I think, to start um, because it's flavored, but it's not over flavored, if that makes sense. That... You you get extra points because you just gave the perfect segue to our next segment. Oh, okay, cool. Because every so every week we do a notable smokable where we talk about a cigar that we smoked during the last week that was interesting to us. It could be something brand new. It could be something that's been on the market forever. And my, the one I Garrett can see it right here on my show notes. Mm-hmm. I put the the Drew Estate Deadwood Leather Rose. That Yay! I, so I, I smoked one this week and I'm so I'm I'm one of those smokers and Garrett knows this. I don't smoke flavored cigars. I don't smoke infused cigars. I don't smoke Hell no. I don't smoke sweet tip cigars. Yeah, but shit, no. these were some cigars that Drew Estate was kind enough to send to us. And I'll say I, I don't I won't say I never smoke those cigars, but it's it's very rare. It's maybe one or two a year out of thousands of cigars that I smoke every year, one or two of them will be infused or sweet tipped or something like that. So I smoked that leather rose. And I will say for those of you who are not used to sweet tip cigars, it is very, very sweet and it will take you a while to get past that. But it's got this really interesting kind of, kind of uh, it's, it almost tastes like there's, there's some form of, of like pipe tobacco in it, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and it does have that leatheriness to it, though. It does, though. Yeah, it's got that. It does have the leatheriness to it. Got that kind of uh, aroma to it. So, yeah, if, if for those of our viewers and listeners that are into infused and and flavored and sweet tip cigars, I really recommend you you try that. It's uh, it's it's interesting, and it's something that again, not really in my wheelhouse, but uh, I dug it. I smoke it down to a nub. I thought it was a yeah. you know, yeah. I thought it was an interesting cigar. So outside of smoking my shit, Cupcake, mm-hmm. she will smoke my shit all day long. 
and which I hope she would because it's family-owned business, but whatever. She will smoke my shit all day long, but she smoked a leather rose, and she was like, wow, it's not overly flavored. It's not 100% infused. So quick story, like short story. I'll make it short. <laughs> she called a local tobacco shop, and she says, hey, I'm looking for the leather rose. So she got a young man on the phone. He goes, sure, we have it. Come on and get it. So she hops in the actual family mobile. She rolls over there, and when she gets there, she gets an older gentleman. And she says, hey, I'm looking for the leather rose. He literally looks at her like she's crazy. <laughs> like, like you're a female smoker that doesn't know what the hell you're talking about. So she looks at him like, what? And he says, out his mouth, I promise you, they're all the same. It doesn't matter to smoke any of them. She said, you're telling me that every cigar in there is the same? It doesn't matter what I smoke? He's like, huh? You're telling me every Maduro, every Connecticut, every Habano, all of them are the same. It doesn't matter what I smoke. Every cigar is the same. Well, I'm talking about flavor. Oh, so you're telling me every flavored cigar is... Yeah. I'm like, as she's telling me this story, I'm thinking, get it. Damn. I'm glad he don't live with us. Yeah. Because his ass would be over. <laughs> so about, about that time, the she- young man that she actually spoke to walks around the corner. And she's like ripping this dude. And I'm like... I don't even know what to say because she's like ripping him on binder filler wrapper. And this is shit that I've told her and taught her. And she's like ripping him, like getting him straight, getting into him. And so he's like, uh, 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 <laughs> think of a dude like straight stuttering. Cause he's got nothing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the young man walks around and goes, Oh yeah, we got that cigar. It's right here. She's, she just, she's kind of looks at him like, Yeah. He's lucky he didn't get a shoe. Yo, all <laughs> I can tell you is if I did some shit like that, i get my ass handed to me. <laughs> yeah. So he pulls out the cigar and she's like, thank you. Yeah. And I'm like, look, to y'all, y'all who own cigars, I don't know who is on here, but if you own a cigar lounge, please educate your people. Because if cupcakes show up, y'all in trouble. Yep. Yeah. When She's I, fixing. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, Melanie's talking about retreat, retreat. Nah, there was no retreat in that because every time he backed <laughs> up, she stepped forward. Yep. There was no retreat in that. But, I mean, you bring up a good point. We need to do better in the brick-and-mortar sh- shops of not – automatically pointing women to the light cigars, the flavored cigars, the, you know, because you wouldn't do that for a guy. Right. If she was a guy, you wouldn't have done that. He would not have done that. If it was a guy, he wouldn't have done that. But now you're dealing with an educated female that is fixing to rip your ass sideways. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm like, you didn't know she's married to a brand owner. So she's going in on you off of the information that I gave her 
on how to pick cigars. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize because I educated my wife on what we do as a brand. Mm-hmm. This is what you look for. You look for the binder filler and your wrapper. This is what you look for. This is how you pick out what you want to smoke. Yeah. Well, she went in well educated and she tore into him. And I was like, what well, do you if, want me to say? If you're working, if you're working in a humidor at a cigar shop and if I don't care who walks in the humidor, I don't care if it's a man or a woman. If, if somebody walks in and the first words out of your mouth are, they're all the same. You need to find another job. Bro, she was so mad. She was still heated when she got to the house. When she yeah. was telling me what was going on, I was like, okay, I'm not him. I'm not there. Could you please not be mad at me? I'm not yeah. trying to be. Yeah, I, it's, it's, please. I'm not, I'm sorry. I, I apologize for him. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry he treated you that way. Oh, no, no, no. See, this is what I'm talking oh. So, Ron, is there something you smoked recently? outside of your own catalog that uh, that was kind of interesting to you that you thought, man, this is really good? Bro, I will tell you the truth. Agonorsa Leaf. Agonorsa Leaf. And here's the thing. It wasn't the new Agonorsa Leaf. It was the older one. Yeah. And I smoked and I said, dang, this is, this is some real good stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, as a brand owner, and and don't get me wrong, I love Kathy. I love what Kathy has done for me. I love what he has presented for me as 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 a factory. I love what we do as a team. We are Team Kathy Entourage, one hundred percent. I promise you that. But if I ever thought about going somewhere else, it'd be Agonorsa Leaf. Yeah, they do good work, definitely. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this. Whatever crop they had five years ago, it was the fucking shit. Yeah. yeah it they, was yeah, awesome. They mm-hmm. put together, they've done some great stuff. I love what they've put together. I think the portfolio that they have put together recently is by far some of the greatest stuff I have smoked. Yeah. And I am I'm a fan of Agonorsa Leaf right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I promise you that I'm a fan of Agonorsa Leaf. Yeah. I mean, I love Espinosa. I think Espinosa has some great stuff, even new stuff he put out. But I promise you, Right now, if you if you put a gun in my head and told me if you had a choice to go somewhere else other than Kathy, what what are you picking? It's Agonor Sleeve. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Garrett, what was the one for you this week? So this week, um, I had an opportunity to kind of have a celebratory cigar. And um, it's not a, you know, super high premium, but I had a Julius Caesar. And um, it was to commemorate uh, my son is uh, has been going through some stuff. My oldest son, right. 17, and uh, <laughs> just got uh, three months sober. And so that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Big shout out to him. And he's doing he's doing well. And um, 
So just uh, supporting him and his journey and, you know, myself, I'm 25 years sober. So following in dad's footsteps a little bit and uh, yeah, just hoping the best for him. Yeah. that's. I'll, awesome. I'll tell you this, man, uh, a friend of mine, he is, he is my best friend. He is one of my closest friends. Um, he was there when I decided to do this journey of producing and creating my own line. His son is, I want to say, three years sober, three years clean. Um, so I was there through the journey of the unsoberness. So, you know, I want to shout out your son. I want to yeah. shout out you. Um, I understand 100%. You know, I was there through the fights, through the conversations, through the turmoil of what didn't make sense when you tried to make sense of shit that just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I was there for my friend. Um, and he is my, he is my best friend. He is one of the ones that definitely introduced me to a new lounge. And you know what, when I make it, when I get to that point, I can promise you one thing. He is the one person that I'm going to hire first. There you go. To, yeah. You know what? Quit your fucking job. Come with me. We're going to get on the road and we're going to just fucking sell cigars. Yeah. So kudos to you, man. A hundred percent, man. Look, this cigar, man, it's for you, your family, your son. Look, salute to y'all. Thanks, brother. Even though, man, I understand what you're going through. Been there, done that, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Definitely, that's some great stuff right there, man. I'm yeah. So for uh, for you guys watching and listening, thank you so much. Uh, we want to give you just a little bit of an idea of what we have coming up on next week's show on uh, the 15th. We're going to talk to Nick Cirrus from LH Cigars, so be sure to tune in for that as well. Um, Ron, give us a final shout-out on uh, you know the best place for people to get the latest and greatest info on RTV Cigars. You know what, man? You know, first of all, man, shout out to y'all, man. Oh, thank y'all you. Y'all do a great freaking show, man. Um, man, I I watched your show, you know, last week, and uh, I've kind of been in and out on some of your shows just because I'm trying to, you know, look, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, so sometimes watching your show at 930, I'm like, uh, I'll get you about 30 minutes. <laughs> just being honest you know but um you know what you guys put together a great freaking show it is freaking awesome thank you um thank you for having me on man so first of all shout out to y'all man for putting on one great show uh one great informative show and one that's just not a lot of bs yeah we don't we don't (laughs) dig here no (laughs) um look if you want to follow rtv cigars RTB Cigars is called RTB underscore cigars on Instagram. Okay. RTB underscore cigars on Instagram. Uh, it's RTB Cigars on Facebook. Um, if you want to pick up RTB Cigars, man, you can go to VSRCigarFam.com. That is a website where you can get value packs of three and three. You can get a value pack of five and five. Well, you get five Maduro and five Connecticut. Um, and 
I promise you we'll do our best to make sure it gets to you as fast as possible. But as uh, these guys have experienced, if your mail service sucks, it is not our fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is these, definitely these not our fault. We didn't, we didn't talk about this before the show, but these I pulled these cigars out of my mailbox at 5 p.m. today. Yeah, that's how. That's how I went and checked the mailbox at two p.m. today. They were not there, and I, I I walked outside and I looked down the street because our mailbox is down the street. I looked down the street and I because they have regular mail delivery for letters, and then they have package mail delivery later in the day. And dude didn't show up today till five p.m. And here's the screwed up thing: I was assured because I got a text message that said your package will be delivered by two o'clock. I was like. It ain't there yet. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, 2 p.m. California time, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they got so, here. That's what matters. That's, yeah. that's what matters. And I had a humidity pack in it, so hopefully yeah. it kept yeah. it at the humidity that it yeah. needed to be. No, they smoke great. Yeah, they smoke great. They're in great yeah. shape. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing. If if I ship out cigars, I make sure that humidity packs are in it. We try to make sure they stay clean. Uh, and also moving forward, we have a agreement with, with Bovita that all boxes going forward after this shipment will have Bovita packs in them so that we nice. make sure that they stay at the humidity they need to stay at. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So we try to make sure that we do the best we can for our clients, for our patrons, for people who buy cigars from us. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there's going to be a new website launching with all kinds of new uh, swag that you can get from cutters to lighters and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we're definitely making moves as RTV cigars. Um, but please understand, if you ever send an email and you have an issue, um, it's coming straight to me. Yeah. There's, there's no reps. There's no person that's going to answer and send you a generic answer when you get an answer it's coming from me yeah and well, ron, i try to make sure i answer in 24 hours yeah ron we we appreciate it so much thank yeah, you man. thank you so much for giving us your time on the show tonight we we wish you and and your family and rtb cigars nothing but the best in the future and you know we look forward to talking again hey anytime guys i've thoroughly enjoyed myself we've talked mad trash and uh, I've refrained from making sure I don't present myself. Well, I do my best to make sure I present myself as best as I can. Oh, so, yeah. you know, outside of some of the cuss words, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you so much. Uh, for our viewers and listeners, as always, guys, we are so grateful that you spend your time with us, whether it's watching live, watching after the fact on Facebook or YouTube. Or also, especially you guys who listen on the audio podcast, we're grateful for you guys for Thank listening you. to us. Um, if you have any questions, as always, you can email us directly on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Follow us on social media at HBT Cigars. And until we see you next time, burn cigars, not bridges. See you guys. Thanks, Thank you. Guys.